to binge watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched The Haunting of Hill House. <gasps> so good. Very spooky. I loved everything about it. And every episode I jumped. So good. Y'all, this show is so good. I loved it. It's great. It was really great. I was great. obsessed with it from the beginning. It was, it, it's from the first episode. It's so good. It maybe took me an episode or so to get into it. I think that happens with you a lot, though. You always seem like you take like one or two episodes to get into it. I think I do because I want to know everything. I want to know everything about everybody now. And I'm no. too impatient <laughs> to wait. That's not how character development works. Yes, it is. And that's what this show does really good. It did a lot of really good character development. It has a lot of characters. Yes. But it gives them all really good backgrounds, really good stories, Mm -hmm. good motivations. And each, I think each character of the family got their own episode. Yes. Yeah. They all. Yeah. They all got their own story. Oh yeah. my god. I, I mean, I'm like one. Have less kids. There's too many kids in this. I couldn't figure out how there were five kids. It took me a while to figure out. Yeah. And and then I realized, oh, um, the last two were twins. And for whatever reason, that made it more sense to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, oh, twins. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh, so there's definitely five because they had twins. I got you. I don't know. I'm going yeah. with that. I'm going with it. I guess because the, the, the little ones were so close, mm-hmm. you know? Well, they're twins. Um, yeah. Well, and, But I, I didn't, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just didn't pick up on that right away. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. Um, yeah, so we have five siblings. We have Steve, Cheryl, Theo, Luke, and Nellie. Yes. For some reason, I cannot remember real people's names. Mm-mm, but you are good with this. But I am good with TV character names. <laughs> and anything Game but of there Thrones. Are people, yeah, there are people that I see at the gym every day, and I'm just like, I don't know. I guess his name is like Bill. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but you're invested in these, um, you know, Netflix shows. Uh, yes. Deep in. Um, so, and I, I had sent you, I don't know if I sent you the article or if I told you about the article. I, I read an article on BuzzFeed that was like, um, a ripoff of somebody's Tumblr feed that says that each character is a representation of the five stages of grief. You did tell me that. And that makes I sense. I loved that. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. It- so S- Steve is um, denial. Yes. Um, fuck Steve. I hate that guy. He really was an ass, but... He's the worst. <laughs> I kind of felt sorry for him in the end so cheryl is anger she's the worst too i think her name's shirley cheryl i don't know i thought her name was shirley it might be shirley i'll probably just call her cheryl because (laughs) riverdale (laughs) (laughs) sorry theo was bargaining which i didn't really get maybe you can help me understand that one because i don't know maybe i never went through the bargaining phase of grief um yeah i didn't really see that either with her yeah Uh, yeah theo is a girl too by the way oh yeah theo is the girl so sexy though oh my god just beautiful Gorgeous. angelina jolie look alike I I look her- yes she looked just like angelina jolie 
And I'm going, has this lady acted in other stuff before? Not really. No. Um, and it's probably because she looks just like Angelina Jolie. So, like, you could be her stand-in mm. um, when we're testing the lights. Poor poor baby Luke. He's depression. Poor <sighs> baby Luke. Is oh. he? Well, what's the younger Nell? Nell? Nellie is acceptance. <gasps> She's the one who went back to the house and was like, look. Yeah. This is where it all went wrong. I'm going home. I'm going to figure out, you know. Yeah. And what went on here? Do we know mom and dad's name? Or No. Okay, good. There's mom and dad. No. But so yeah, and there's mom and dad. But now let's play everybody's favorite game. <laughs> yes. Who is that actor? <laughs> okay, the younger version of the dad was Henry Thomas, I think, and he played Elliot in ET. I know, isn't that one of my friends snapped that to me, and I was so excited to find that out. He was also in, I think, Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt and all them. Yeah. I legit can't tell you anything else he's been in. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think that there was anything else. But the older dad was, I think, see Thomas Howell, I think, and he's like one of the Brat Packers people, I the think. The Brat Packers? The Brat Pack, which was like Molly Ringwald and... um. Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, like, Andrew McCarthy, her, um, the geek. The older version of the dad? Mm-hmm. His name is Timothy Hutton. Oh, well, so I'm completely wrong. Don't even, just take all of that out. <laughs> I legit don't know anything I'm talking about. Uh, he doesn't look like he's been in a whole lot. He has probably in the 80s. Um, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. He was uh, in How to Get Away with Murder, which is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty recent. But he yeah, was. Yeah, I don't. I really... The General's Daughter. Okay, maybe I'm uh, just, I've got it confused with somebody else. So just. I think you might have him confused with somebody else. Say <laughs> everything yeah. I ever said. Yeah, because I don't know any of these movies. I'm still scrolling. Jesus I, Christ. Boy, he has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, see, he was mean. He was a lot of movies that I remember, like. Taps, um, A Long Way Home, Ordinary People, so like older movies, which you probably hmm. never would watch in a million years. The mom is from, I know her from, a horrible movie that I love. <laughs> Son-in-law. No. <laughs> it's called Sucker Punch. Oh, God. I know it's a bad movie, and I love it. Oh, it's God. a bad movie, don't watch it, but I love it. Um, she was in Sucker Punch. That's what I know her from. Oh, you know what the Theodora's um, last name is? It's Kate Siegel. Or it mm-hmm. looks like kind of Kate Seagal. I wonder if she's Kate Seagal's daughter. Hmm. Who's Kate Seagal? She played the mom in Married with Children, and she was in... <gasps> Oh, that makes sense. But yeah. I can't find that anything on her. That would explain why she's so pretty. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just making up shit at this point. Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just making, that. I'm just making up shit. That could be totally wrong. Steve. Fucking Steve. He's, a, He's in Game of Thrones. What is he in Game of Thrones? He, he plays Dario, um, who is yeah. Khaleesi's like, little boyfriend for a while. Oh, yeah. I remember him now. Okay. He has a beard in Game of Thrones. Aw. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he might have an English accent in real life. I'm not sure. 
there were a couple episodes he would say things that I was like, hmm, hmm. That, that's odd, the way that he said things. But Can I tell you, too, I love Luke as a kid with his little Coke bottle glasses on <gasps> and his little lift thing he had going. He was so cute. I will die for baby Luke. I will sacrifice myself for baby Luke. I, Poor baby Luke. He's so adorable. Little Nellie, too. She's so cute. Well, <sighs> explain to me why the parents were such jackasses, though, because they... I don't, yeah, so that's, I, I was re-watching the first episode, and from the very first episode, I'm like, what is their problem? I remember thinking, when I was watching the first episode for the first time, I was like, oh, so these parents are assholes. Yeah. Because yeah. that poor little baby is screaming and crying in her room, and he's just like, oh, go back to sleep. It's like, no, why don't you, like... I don't know, I'll lay down in bed with you for a little while, or let me read you a story. He's just like, go to sleep, and he shuts the door. It's like, jeez. And it wasn't like she was screaming like, uh, ah, it was like blood-curdling screaming. Yeah, she was really upset, poor thing. And and I feel like every time the kids were, like, screaming bloody murder, I'm like, are the parents on another floor? Why did it take them forever to get to them? Well, we've got that thing where I feel like this happens in a lot of horror movies where, like, now you're invested in the house and for whatever reason you can't leave. Like, yeah. And so what kept them in the house, even after all these terrible, horrible things are happening to their kids, um, was that mold. But I want to talk about the mold later on. Later on. Sure. We'll get back to the mold. We go back. But, yeah, even the mom mentions, uh, you know, she was talking to Theodora who... If I have to identify with one of the kids, of course I have to identify with one of the kids. Let me guess. It's going to be Theodora. I'm so surprised. Um, A little bit tomboy, kind of like, everybody just leave me alone, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of Mm -hmm. uh, attitude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I really loved um, little kid Theo. Theo. But, yeah, even the mom has a conversation with little Theo saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, I get these really bad headaches. And sometimes I think she's like she insinuated that she's kind of psychic. Yeah, she kind of right? did because we find out that Theo, not Theodore, Theo. I can't say that. Theo, <laughs> um, she can see, I guess, people's past by touching them. I don't know what that's She can called. sense their emotions, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like... When Nell gets accused of writing on the wall and crayon, she could touch Nell. And I think I think what it is that she could feel that Nell was sincere and that mm-hmm. she didn't do it. Okay. And so, like, when, when she had that, like, one-night stand with that hookup, she says to her sister, um, oh, she's just a big pile of, of like, a big mess. Yeah. A big pile of mess. Mm-hmm. So I think she could, like, touch her and feel like, oh, this poor kid. Yeah. She's a disaster. Yeah. So that's where the mom's kind of, yeah, she kind of insinuates, like, everybody in her family has some sort of power or she was psychic or something. But if you think about it, no, because the two older kids didn't have anything with going on with them. And did the younger kids? I mean... Uh, the poor, the younger kids, I feel like, were much more sensitive. Well, they usually are. Than the rest of them. So that makes me think, like, maybe there's something special. Well, they, oh, you know what it is? They had the twin thing. Well, the twin thing. You can't find it. Twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so we start off. See, I'm circling you back in. Yeah, so you got to do that. I get off track. You really do. So they, I guess, are flippers, the mom and dad. So they buy this house, I'm assuming, at auction. It looks like it was deserted for a while. 
and they move them and their five kids into basically the Munster's house or Adam's family. I don't know. It's very gothic. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah. As always. It's a pretty house. It's a gorgeous house. It reminds me. Too many statues for my taste. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Why? Why are there so many statues I, in that house? I don't know. And I don't really understand the whole setup because it comes with caretakers, too. I don't. <laughs> I can't. It's very confusing to me. But um, so that's the basis. And then, of course, all this completely fucked up stuff happens in the house that we find out about kind of gradually. It's got a whole horrible history. Yeah, the whole history kind of unravels itself throughout the whole show. And a lot of it reminded me of Murder House and some of the... Yes, yeah, so you're not. Yeah, a lot of people have said that to me that mm-hmm. that it's very similar to Murder House. Mm-hmm. And so here's my problem with Murder House and Hill House is that why just because it has ghosts do the ghosts have to be like batshit crazy or killed there? Because yeah. I feel like people go back, not necessarily maybe where they died, but go back to where they're most comfortable. They feel the most loved. I don't know what it's called, but you know how you can see, like, there's an imprint of something that happened? Um, When my great-grandmother died right before, she stayed with us at my parents' house for I don't know how long. And after she died, I swear I could still see, because we had, like, a pull-out couch she slept on, I could still see her out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. For, like, the longest time. And actually, until they remodeled that room, I saw it. Yeah, but that's my thing. I'm like, can't somebody just die in a house and just die? Like, they had right, a heart yeah. attack and died. The end. Yeah. Or just, like, why do they have to die in the house? Like you said, like, it, they could die somewhere else and then come back and haunt the house. You don't have to have yeah. 42 murders in one house. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, get Somebody go in there with a priest. Somebody needs to go in there uh, with a priest. Sage. Jeez Louise. So that's the way back. Of what yeah. happened in there, and we'll go into more detail. Not lots of flashbacks uh, and flash forwards and flashbacks and yeah. flashback for a couple of days in the same time period. I legit was lost sometimes. I was like, I is this before? Is this after? I, know. I don't know. So we do a lot of flash forwards and flashbacks. So we fat flash mm, forward mm-hmm. to present day, and Nell has. Mm-hmm committed suicide she was very upset she was very depressed and she felt like very like just high anxiety really yeah because you don't know her backstory at this point and she goes back to hill house and offs herself so let's take it like this instead Mm -hmm. of going through the whole story because Mm -hmm. like you said the story goes back and forth back and forth Uh let's let's take it character by character Ooh, okay okay? Mm -hmm. so poor little nell boy she's got a rough life i mean jesus you know first of all all the kids when they're younger they go through something and we're never really quite sure what happened Mm -hmm. that night sort of like that night when jason from riverdale went missing (laughs) It's like all it all goes back to that one night. Um, Let's just talk Riverdale twenty four seven. Look, it ties in with everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so they, they all the kids lose their mom, and so 
they all kind of grow up with this loss and this grief and um mm-hmm. there's a lot you you slowly find out that there's a lot of um what do you call it like tabloids and stuff were involved yeah it was a sensational situation whatever mm-hmm. it was that happened mm-hmm. but Nell grows up and she finds a man that she loves so sweet it was so sweet sleep study i know mm. They had the cutest meet where he was asking her, do you drink coffee? And she's like, are you asking me out for coffee? And he's like, no, I'm telling you, don't drink any coffee if you're having trouble sleeping. (laughs) That was really sweet. And then he's like, but I was going to ask you out. I was just going to wait till the, like, appointment was over. So. But she's there because she has sleep paralysis. Yes. Which. Which. Scary as shit. Oh, my God. That seems so scary. I can't even imagine. Uh, um, I don't think it's ever happened to me because I've heard like you see visions. Mm-hmm. It is like a like you feel like a suffocating feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't sleep well to begin with. I wait. I mean, last night I think I was up from like three to three thirty. Who knows why? Nobody knows. It's a haunting hour. <gasps> oh my god, it was Nell. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have kids. Like, there's no reason. You no. know, I should be sleeping like a like a baby, but. Mm-mm. But so one night during an episode of sleep paralysis, the bent neck lady comes to her again, and her husband has a brain aneurysm question mark. Yeah, like he's getting up. He's like, "Oh, you haven't had one of these in a while," and he's getting up to help her, and then he just drops. He's gonna to the turn floor. the lights on. Yeah, yeah. He just drops, Aww. and I'm like, "Did the ghost kill him? I don't know what's going on here." But did you- the ghost kill him? I don't think so. I think he just had a brain aneurysm. Oh, and then so then poor love, she's paralyzed. Yeah. And and she can't get up and help him. But then eventually she pulls herself out of it. I don't feel like it was that long. I think it's just... Yeah, and the way that she pulled herself out of it, I don't think that that's how it works. No. I don't think, like, you gain, like, your arms and you can, like, crawl around on your arms, but your legs don't work. I don't think that's how sleep paralysis I works. I think it's just your whole body can't move and then your whole body can move. Yeah, I read somewhere, like, the first thing that, that, when you're experiencing that, the first thing you should do is try to wiggle your tongue. And so you start, like, really small. Like, you try to wiggle your tongue in your mouth. Uh-huh. And then you try and, like, loosen up your cheeks a little bit. And then you try to wiggle your fingers. Like, you try and, like, wake your body up by moving little muscles at uh-huh. a time. So I don't, but I don't think, like, you get your arms back, but your legs don't work. Well, I can say sometimes, like, when I'm taking my world-famous uh, first and second naps on the weekend... That sometimes I try to wake myself up because I feel like I've been sleeping too long and I can't. Ah, that's scary. I, I just feel like nothing can move. Yeah. And do you panic but, at all? Uh, not really. I'm just like, damn, I need to wake up. And then I usually fall back asleep. I was like, oh, that sucks to be everybody else. <laughs> yeah. No, not the same thing as what Nellie was oh, going God, through. Oh, no. God, no. No, 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 <laughs> Yeah, so then her husband dies. So mm-hmm. now she's, you know, she's got this loss on, uh, on top of everything else. Her brother... Is a drug addict. Yeah. Um, her her twin brother is a drug addict. Her older brother is just an asshole. <laughs> her sister is suck too. Like this poor love. Like I feel so bad for. I her. did too. And the father is very distant through the almost the whole thing. The character himself, he's just so weird. For a while, I thought he was an alcoholic because mm-hmm. he seems kind of sweaty <clears throat> sometimes. Yes. Well, you know. But I don't think that he was. I think he was just a weird guy. Well, and it seems like when they were kids, he wasn't like that. Like, he seemed like a great father. Like, oh, why don't you help me do this? You don't think so? 
No, I disagree. I, I think he was even weird when he was a father, too. I don't think he was a great father oh. either. See, I kind of thought he was a nice guy back then, and then the mom dies, and then he just can't cope. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he doesn't cope. At all. Like, literally at all. So then we got Nellie's twin brother, poor baby Luke, with his cute little glasses. I guess he gets LASIK at some point. I mean, I was like, the drugs cure his vision? I don't know. Because that poor child cannot see. I mean, and he keeps kind of looking up. Oh, he's so cute the way he looks up through his little glasses. And I was like, oh my god. (sighs) So yeah, as a kid, he spends a lot of time in his tree house. Yeah. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Uh, he grows up and goes through some hard times and gets hooked on heroin. He's in and out of rehab. Mm-hmm. Cheryl, however you say that name. Shirley. Shirley, whatever, Cheryl. She puts him in rehab. It costs like six grand a month or something, but he does clean himself up sometimes. Yeah. I think the end, he finally cleans himself up, and that had to be hard. Do you think he was doing the drugs to keep the tall man away? Definitely. Yeah? Definitely. I, I think that all ties into it because you get... My feeling is with each of these kids and as adults, they do not get any peace from everything that yeah. happened as, as, as a kid in that house. Like, yeah. I feel like everything before that doesn't matter to them. It's from that house on is yeah. everything that's affected them as adult because... You'll notice it when he was a kid, if something bad happened or he was scared, he would count to seven. Seven, yeah. And then he would just repeat it over. And he did the same as the adult. Yeah. Poor love. Um, So I realized, so the way that they told his story was really cool because they introduced him to you through Steve's point of view. And so Steve automatically assumes that he's... um, that he's relapsed because when he finds Steve, he's stealing from, I'm, I'm sorry, when Steve finds Luke, Luke is stealing from him. He's taking an mm-hmm. iPad. He's taking a camera. He's trying to pawn some stuff for cash and he's shivering and he's sweaty. Yeah. Um, he's not in a good place. He looks like he's going through withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what it is, it, and I didn't realize this until after mm-hmm. um, I had finished the show, that was him experiencing Nell's death. Yeah. That's exactly it. And oh. I was even going to ask you about that because I know you've had some, ex- not you personally, but you've had some experience yes. with people and withdraw and stuff. And I was like, he didn't use, so why is he so weird? And I was like, you know, I think it was the second to last episode or during his story where I was like, oh, that was when Nell was killing herself. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because he says later on, he's like, I, my, I'm so cold. My mm-hmm. my feet and my my legs and my arms are stiff. That was rigor mortis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she God, was there. Poor Luke. I feel like she was there for like a day in my head. Uh, I don't know why. Poor Luke. Yeah. And then we have Theo, who, like we mentioned before, has some sort of special power. I don't. I don't. I know. don't know. Well, I guess they all have their thing because uh, Nell is haunted by the bent like the bent neck lady. Luke is haunted by the tall man. Mm-hmm. And then Theo has these special powers that she wears gloves for. Mm-hmm. She becomes a child psychiatrist. Yes. So yes. I guess her kind of haunting was the smiling man. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and again, every episode, I jumped. That was so scary. I jumped every single episode. I was like, yeah. 
The smiling yeah. man was pretty terrifying. Uh, like, like after we watched, I think, Friday night, we had to watch, like, Big Bang and Mom and something, <laughs> these comedies, so I could calm down, because I was like, I will never sleep. It's called eye bleach. It's like, yeah. like wash it away from your head. <laughs> I told my boyfriend, I was like, both lights on, the TV, the dog has to sleep next to me. Um, I don't know. I'll get my gun out. It wasn't even the scary stuff that I loved. It, it was it was really the stories of each of these people. Because you like fucked up families. I know, guys. Look, I've got a <laughs> fucked up family, okay? <laughs> I like well, it when somebody can take it and make it entertaining instead well, of just yeah. fucked up. Well, and I think, too, it's the older sister protecting the younger sister. Yeah. And it's a lot of strong female leads, which are all things you love oh, more love than life strong itself. strong female leads. Yeah. Might be why I like Thea so much. Yeah, because she's kind of a tomboy. Because she don't take no shit. <laughs> um, as a kid or as an adult, she yeah. seems to be really straightforward. But what I love about her is, so she has, they only show one kid that she has therapy with, right? The little girl. And the little girl was having problems with school. Yeah, her grade, yeah, she started acting out at school. Her grades started slipping. And she was a foster kid in this home yeah. with other foster kids. And all of a sudden, one day, she just shows up at the foster family door and is like, hey, let me look around. B- because of that, she's able to determine that the father was molesting yeah, the girl. Yeah, she was molesting the little girl. And so her coping mechanism, she kind of stared at this this face in, in the floor. Yes. Like that, you know, that everybody's got one of those in their house where it's like yeah. this one pattern where you're like, oh, it looks like a scary face. <laughs> and she kind of compartmentalized that into the smiling man. But Thea was able to, to figure that out by kind of going around mm-hmm. the house and kind of sensing what was going on. You know, throughout the whole show, you see them laying down and you see something above them. So I was like, if they, I, I was doing this, like I was <laughs> shielding my eyes. Yeah, so when, ba- when baby Nell is laying on the sofa and she looks up and that long hair is like hanging over her face, I was like, oh I'm my, for a second I was like, is she floating? Like, I thought, <laughs> I thought baby Nell was floating with the ghost. I was like, ah, put her down. <laughs> I didn't like that. Put her back. Yeah, it's some scary yeah. shit. But Theo has, of course, her issues are relationships. She kind of blocks everybody out. No, she don't want to have nothing to do yeah. with it. How how that represents as bargaining, I still don't figure that I don't out. Know. Um, well, and she could be bargaining, but I think um, she's very standoffish, and I think you yeah. know she wants to see why how the last moments with her sister because. I guess she wanted to see what her headspace yeah. was or whatever, and it freaked her out for like yeah a week or a couple of days. Yeah. So she when 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 Nell's body is brought to the funeral home, she touches Nell, and it makes Theo numb. She can't feel mm-hmm. anything through her special powers mm-hmm. anymore, and that's really what terrified her. So I guess what it is is like through her adulthood, like with relationships and stuff, she made sure to keep people away so that she wouldn't have to feel yes. too much. And then when she touches Nell and it's just nothing but mm-hmm. nothingness, she realizes like, oh, you cannot live your life that way. Yeah, and maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sher- Shirley? <laughs> Shirley. 
<laughs> Cheryl uh, grows up to own a funeral home. Fuck it, her name is Cheryl. Okay. She, <laughs> she, grows, she grows up to own a funeral home. She's, like, really impacted at her mom's funeral by the, um, what are they called? Is it, like... A viewing? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a man there who kind of helps her through that. Yeah, because the family's in there first to go see her mom in the coffin, and she gets in the room, and she's like, nope, to so this. I can't do it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this man kind of helps her and explains, look, I fixed her. She looks really nice. You need to remember the way that she looks right now. And that deeply impacts her, and she grows up. She does have her own family. She has a husband. Mm -hmm. She has two kids. Mm -hmm. She has a good business. She likes to help people who um, can't afford funerals and stuff. But she is a raging bitch. She's a control freak. Yeah. She is a raging bitch. And she's the one that found the kittens, right? Oh, God. Those were horrible scenes. I almost texted you and be like, I'm out. I'm not <sighs> watching this anymore. I don't care what happens. We're not doing this show. Yeah. Because she finds kittens in a barn. It's like five of them. And she brings them in and starts taking care of them. And then they kind of die one by one by one. And it's horrid. And I'm just like in tears. Especially when she thought one was still alive. And then there's a bug in it. I don't know. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, no, there's no spoilers on this show, guys. You're supposed to watch it with us. (laughs) Yeah, so she was like, so she she had a lot of death, I think, that affected her. And she kind of was like, well, let's just move into the funeral home and do do that. Might as well. The the storyline that they throw in with her at the end, I feel like we could have done without Mm-hmm. Um, she's haunted only one time in one episode. Do you see her haunted by a man holding a cocktail glass? Yeah. <laughs> Frightening. And, and then you never see him again, and it turns out that she had an affair um, yes. on her husband with some guy that she met at a funeral convention. Mm-hmm. I thought that was boring. I, I yeah. don't think we needed that for her. She mm-hmm. had enough stuff going on yep. in her marriage. You didn't need to, I don't know. I, I thought that storyline was stupid. Yeah, I didn't like it at all either. But I guess they all needed to be haunted in some way and she just really wasn't. And she's the second oldest child. Steve's the first oldest. She's the second oldest. So she kind of, I think, assumes like the female responsibility of looking the after matriarch. Yeah. yeah, of all the other kids. Yeah, so let's talk about Steve. Steve turns this horrible situation into a profitable situation, and everybody's mad at him for it, which I think is <laughs> stupid. Like, me and you were like, I'll take the money. Yeah. Right? What do you want to write about? Knock yourself out. Do you out. want me to write a book about my shitty childhood growing up? I'll do it. Do I, will I make money off of it? Let's go. Like, yeah, you're not even giving it two seconds of thought. I'm, well, I know, but I'm already an open book about a lot of that stuff anyway. Anybody who knows me personally, like you can ask me about anything and I don't really hide much of anything nope. about my past or, Nothing. you know mental illness nothing like that even you know physical illness i don't ask me i'll tell you i'm not ashamed of much so yeah i'll write a book (laughs) well yeah so he writes this book i think he tries to write some other stuff before this and then writes this book on um the hill house and it sells like 75 bajillion copies and he tells the kids beforehand his siblings i'm writing a book here's an advanced copy do you have any problems with it and they're like they kind of are like, no, but they're like, but you're kind of a dick for doing this. So, <laughs> Yeah. And then it does become very famous, and he's like, I will give you portions. I don't remember how much it was. I don't remember either. It doesn't matter because um, 
the oldest sister is like, absolutely not. Nobody's taking this money. And it's like, bitch, you're the one that has like your own business. Why don't you let them decide what they want to do with it? And Theo actually does decide to take the money. Good yeah. for her. And yeah, because she decides to use that money to go to school with. So she can be a therapist. Yeah. And I know, me too. And I'm like, even if you don't like it and you thought it was a horrible thing for him to do and it just upset you, he's offering money, take it and give it to a charity. Sure, yeah. I mean, you know how you're trying to give, like, discounted yeah, funerals to right? people? Maybe. <laughs> that would be helpful, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, like set up something in with these really hard cases and be like, I didn't, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like her, but I didn't like. I didn't like Steve either. Um, no, because he's supposed to represent denial, and he's so dismissive. It's like he's one of those people who doesn't let you finish talking. Mm-hmm. You know, he's all. You get two words out, and he's already like, "I'm not listening to you after after this." And, mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. just so frustrating. Talking to him was frustrating. He would go after his dad. Yes, which I didn't think was fair. Mm mm. Mm-mm. I just, I felt like with him, he, he just was like the big brother and a writer. And he was, he was kind of mean to everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, Nell's calling. I'm busy on a ghost hunting expedition or whatever the fuck he was doing. Because he wrote all these other Buddy, book, books. you're investigating a ghost. Answer the phone. The ghost isn't going, it's not night. You're not getting ready to lay no. down. But... And I yeah. guess the rest of his books were haunted places. I think he was kind of like, um, what do you call it? A ghost uh, hunter. What's his name? <laughs> what's his name that you love? Joshua Gates. Yes, maybe he was like a Joshua Gates kind of. No, where he kind of debunks things. No, Joshua Gates is a national. You love Joshua Gates. Treasure, a goddamn yes. national treasure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like his character at all. I, I I mean, I've watched it and he was in it, but I didn't feel shit for him at all. No. No, not at all. He, he, he's horrible in his marriage. He gets a vasectomy and doesn't tell his wife. When they try, like, try to have kids and he's like, oh, it was causing it. I'm like, really, dude? Come on. I'm pretty sure you can sue over that. You probably could. Plus, right? why are you going to put your wife through everything? They're like, we can do this and that and the other. And we've both known people who have tried to get pregnant through these shots and through the this and the that and, the, and it's, it's yeah and ivf and oh my god it's incredibly hard it's expensive yeah. it's hard on the woman just be like yeah. listen sweetheart i've been fixed i'll have it reversed which is probably not that much money and let's see what happens but instead he's like oh. i don't know what's going on he's such an ass and she must find out because they're se- okay because they're separated yeah, he does tell her, and they end up separated, yeah. So. But I guess in the end, he, you know, he, I did like the ending where he came back to her, and he was, like, yes. you know, asking for forgiveness and stuff. I, I did, at that point, I was like, all right, maybe you've won me over. His voiceover narrations mm-hmm. throughout the show where he, um, he kind of talks about Hill House, how it stands up against the, the hills mm-hmm. with its wood and yes. stone, and yes. it's very defiant. Mm-hmm. I liked all the narrations. I thought mm-hmm. they were really well written, written. But I found out, too, that this is based on a book. Yes, which I need which to read. explains why the narration was so good. Mm-hmm. The book was written, I think, in, like, 1959, mm-hmm. and it takes place in 1941, I think. I think so. Which kind of explains Poppy. Yes. One of the ghosts in the house who was a flapper. <laughs> of course she was. Uh, just like Murder House. Same thing. So this is my, yeah. Yeah, they had a, okay, but back in those days, you didn't just walk around in flapper attire, right? <gasps> um, 
you might have if you were going out and entertaining, which I feel like people did a lot back then. There was nothing else to do. And I feel like after that, you would just wear a dressing gown. So maybe she was buried in that flapper outfit. We don't know. We don't I don't know. know. Poppy was married to the tall man. Yes. It took me a while to figure this out. Yeah. Because uh, there was no voiceover to tell me this. And you guys know. <laughs> I need voiceover. <laughs> oh, God. They had three kids. Yes. Poppy killed them all. Yes. For some unknown reason. I don't think they tell you why. Yeah, I think she's just crazy. They Because Poppy and the tall man met in an insane asylum, yeah. I think. <laughs> Which is like... Yes, they made it an insane asylum. They get out. And they live in this hugely rich mansion afterwards. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's it's off the charts with that. I, Look, ooh, this, this show is not perfect. No, but I'm like, <laughs> it does, what? Why? I don't who? know. We didn't need that either. No. So Poppy is the one who kind of gets into the mom's ear. Mm-hmm. And I really like the sort of, I don't know if you could even call it mental illness, the the psychosis that the mom kind of goes through. Yes. I like, yes. Poppy gets in her ear and says like, oh, if they're having a bad dream, wouldn't you wake them up? Yes. And and they're, they're having bad dreams now. Mm-hmm. At the end, when Nell is kind of explaining how she thought time was kind of linear mm-hmm. until she died and then she realized that it wasn't, mm-hmm. which reminded me of True Detective. Oh, yeah. Season one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where time is a flat circle. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nell says that time is like confetti, where events, moments just kind of fall all around yes. you. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so she, that's how she kind of explains how, turns out, episode five, best episode of the whole show. Was that the... Is the that's the reveal of the bent neck lady. Yes, that's my favorite. That was my favorite. Um, oh, guys, that was so good. Yeah, it totally was. Yes. I I think that's my favorite episode. Oh my god, it was so good. I mean, this whole show is good. It's odd to have the best episode be halfway through the series. Yeah, but I think Honestly, it is. Honestly, you, you could you could have ended the story there. You could have been like, it turns out Nell was the bent, like, <laughs> the bent neck lady. Done. And I would have been like, whoa! Well, and, and that's just <laughs> it with this whole show. I don't even know how to it's, describe it. It's like... It's reveal after reveal yeah. after reveal, and that's what makes it so good. Well, I, I feel like what they were all seeing and stuff was them... It was like a flash forward for them, because the bent neck lady is Nell, because she hung herself. So yeah, she has who a, haunts herself as a little kid. Yeah. yeah. And, like, are we going to talk about the mom later on? We can talk about the mom now. Okay. So the mom also hangs herself there, all alone. I think she jumps off. I don't think she. Hangs oh, that's herself. right. That's right. She, it looked yeah. like she was going to hang herself, but it looks like the same location. And the ghost. It is. What's her name? The ghost, Polly. Poppy. 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 Pushes her supposedly, and that's how she dies. The mom's story. She gets so freaked out because she's seeing what happens to all of her kids. Yes. Yeah. So again, it's the same situation where the time is not linear. She's seeing these events, kind of fall all around her she's Jeez. seeing luke get sick and she's seeing steve mm-hmm. um in a bad marriage and she's seeing theo all alone mm-hmm. and she's like no these are nightmares i need to wake them up from these nightmares yeah 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 it makes a lot of sense that way but then she starts going a little kooky mookie she does go a little kooky mookie and this is yeah, why they kind of leave her kooky mookie is the clinical term yes. for what happened to her. <laughs> but so the story i think starts with 
the dad getting all the kids and it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We got to get out. And yeah. the mom's not with them. Boy, that scene of her running down the hallway and Steve just opens his eyes for a second. Yes. <gasps> that was so scary. And the kids were like, we see mom, we see mom. And he's like, nuts to her. Oh, I see Abigail in the yeah. window. Oh, baby Luke. They were baby like, Luke. nuts to that. He's like, legit don't care. We're, nope. we're out of here. We're Good leaving. Good for him. Good for him. Well, because, <laughs> as we find out, the mom tries to kill the twins... But only successfully kills Abigail, who yeah. is the neighbor girl. Yeah. yeah, with rat poisoning and tea. Mm. And he sees what's happening, and he's like, absolutely not. And he knows he has to get the kids away from her because, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, she's Fruit I, Loops. I feel like I can hear the whole Sister Speak Nation, which is another uh, podcast that we both love. Love them. They're so good. Sister Speak. I, I feel like the whole Sister Speak Nation, if they were watching this show, they would have been like, Go, boy. Yeah. Go. Bye. <laughs> Leave your mom and go. Run. Yeah, no, they totally. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. When you, like, when, when we flash back and we find out that's what was going on, that's that's what I could hear in my head. I could hear people going, run, run. I mean. He did the right thing. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, of course, at the time, when you see it, you're like, why is he leaving his wife there? Why? Who's Abigail? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just tragic. The whole thing is tragic. It's, it's very tragic. Why do I love it so much? Well, (laughs) (laughs) see, earlier part in the episode. (laughs) Let's talk about the red room. The red room. Oh, the red door. Yeah, the father's theory is that the house feeds off of people. Mm -hmm. And that this red room, or the red door room, is sort of the stomach of the house. Mm -hmm. And so when you spend time in that room, it kind of feeds off of your soul, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It appears to all the kids as different things. It's the room of requirement from Harry oh Potter. Oh my god, it's the room of requirement. It is. That's the first thing uh. I screamed out when they started explaining it all. It's like room of requirement. This is what this is. The house is giving you the room you need, just like Hogwarts. Yeah, so Theo, it was like a dance studio. Yes. And Luke, it was a tree house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I love it. So I... I like I said, I watched the first episode again, and they hint to you mm-hmm. in that first episode that that treehouse is not real. Yes. Because the mom comes down and she says, where's Luke? Where's Luke? And Steve says, well, have you tried looking in his treehouse? And the mom says, ha ha, very funny. Yeah. And so he goes up to the treehouse and he's like, I don't know why she never looks for you in here. It's because it's not real. Exactly. Which is... These kids were just crawling into this mold-infested room. <sighs> And I don't know, coloring, dancing, reading books. Uh, yeah, it was her reading room. Yeah, it was her. Yeah, okay. So she was going in there reading. Um, I think uh, Cheryl was going in there and just kind of like watching TV and stuff. Steve would go in there and play video games. Mm-hmm. But didn't you find it odd that it was, of course, locked and they couldn't get into it, but yet they could later on? I don't know. That whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand why sometimes they could open the door and sometimes they couldn't. It, unless the house was, you know, just inviting you, them maybe in. Maybe you could only have one of them in there at a time. Maybe. So if they went up there by themselves, they could get in. But wouldn't they tell the other ones, like, hey, I finally got in there. Well, I guess well, think about well, it like this. Well, no, I don't think that that, I don't think they knew that they were going into the right That's door. what I thought, too. Like, I guess if you think about it, so, like, Luke's already in his treehouse and Steve goes up into the treehouse later, but... 
when you have Cheryl and Nellie trying to get into the door at the same time, oh. it wouldn't open. Because maybe if the door had opened, they would have seen two different things. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know, man. I'm just making this up. My, <laughs> my mom's theory is that a lot of this has to do with the mold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She she pointed out that it causes hallucinations. Mm-hmm. It can cause brain damage. Mm-hmm. It can cause lasting damage. Mm-hmm. So if you were a kid who was around it a lot, when you grow up, you're probably going to have some problems yeah. because of the mold, even as an adult. Mm-hmm. And it and it wasn't like just a little bit of mold. It was like top to bottom Which black mold everywhere. So weird. Yeah. She thinks that's why um, Nellie and Luke were so much more affected as adults okay because they were younger mm-hmm. and so they probably got more damage mm-hmm. like their bodies took more damage mm-hmm. so that's why you know the both of them kind of had like severe depression huh. Jeez. well i think the whole family has some sort of mental health yeah issues. except steve he's fine he's because... fine well he has it he just doesn't admit it <laughs> You know what? Maybe I, there are some people in my family who go through denial, and it really pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> look, look, I have therapy next week. Look, listen. Okay, this this there was some stuff in this that was just hard. God, there's so many things to talk about in the show. We haven't even talked about the the ghosts. That did you see any of the ghosts that just pop up and disappear? I think I kind of did, and I kind of didn't. And then I was reading BuzzFeed today. And they were talking about, you know, all the stuff. And I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to rewatch this thing and yes, see if I can I find can all these again. ghosts. I saw one statue move. I, I see things out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty good at spotting that stuff because mm-hmm. I'm so easily distracted. Sure. <laughs> by what's going on in the background. Which is probably why I need voiceover to tell me what's happening. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I saw one statue move. And there was another time where there was a man standing behind all of them, but it was like so blatant that I was almost like, "Well, that's not sure. That's not a thing mm-hmm. because like I could see a man standing there. Mm-hmm. That's not that doesn't fit." And I didn't know that they were ghosts. That yeah, that they were sneaking in. Well, and that's because it it kept you so jangled up. Like it's it's now it's then it's then but. Two weeks earlier, it's then the beginning of the summer. Well, yeah, I mean, you had, but there were ghosts when they when you were adults too. That was the so it's like okay, are they seeing things as kids or now they're adults and they're still seeing things? And um, what was what what was the scariest part to you? When that co- uh, coffin fell over, Jesus Christ! <gasps> Did that scare you? <laughs> <laughs> Nelly got pissed. Yeah. That was, to me, the scariest. I don't know if I had actually all of it. Yeah. I mean, every episode, like I said, I jumped in every single episode. I didn't like the monster in the basement. Yeah. They never really explained what that one was. No. I don't think. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was kind of one of those things that, like, crawls towards you. uh, Yeah. You know, all freaky ish yeah like on all fours the, those dumb waiter things are should be covered up from the get-go nobody uses yeah. those anymore and i that's always that's always going to lead up or down to your death that's <laughs> yeah like like hey hey parents you have five kids that you're not supervising at all let's put a board over that because you know one of them is going to crawl into it well and this is my question too so the dad 
is a flipper and he's working on this, that, and the other doing, you know, men work or whatever he's doing. She does the, the, the designs for the house. Yeah. But yeah, who's watching the kids? I don't know. Mrs. Dudley. We didn't even talk about the Dudleys. Oh, God. That's a whole oh. nother tragic situation. Well, I don't blame them for a single thing, honestly. Mm-mm. I would have done the same if I was them. Mm-mm. God. Tragic, tragic, tragic. Yeah. Um, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I know. I, I think I was like a couple of, what, I think it was some of the funeral scenes when everybody was fighting and I was like, I know why you like this show now. <laughs> I was like, got it. You texted me that and I'm like, Lisa, not everything. Yes. And I was like, uh, um, yes, everything for you. Is. No, I like, it's, it's a good show. It's honestly it is, just, a, but it's a really good show. I think that's what the thing that draws you in more than yeah. anything. Um. But it, you're right. It's an excellent show. Well written. Well acted. I I yeah. felt like everybody worked together. There was a lot of very uncomfortable scenes, which you and I love more than anything, too. I will say this. Elliot from E.T. <laughs> and the mom, I don't feel like had a lot of chemistry. But no. then um, the older dad and the mom, I liked their chemistry together. That worked better to me. Well, what killed me with that is they they were like Dad's talking to himself again and kind of find out he's actually talking yeah. to his dead wife, which, yeah. you know. Yeah, so my, my mom was asking me about that. She was like, I don't understand that. What's up with that? So there is a line in the show where Steve is kind of narrating from the book that he wrote. Mm-hmm. And he says that ghosts can be a lot of things. They can be a place. Mm-hmm. They can, uh, you know, a ghost can be an event. Mm-hmm. Um, a ghost can be a memory. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what it was. He was he was haunted by the memory of his wife. And so he kind of kept her around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because that was so important to him. It was so important that he preserve mm-hmm. what she was before the house took over. Yeah. And even she says that one time because he said something and she's like, no, how we were before those last weeks or whatever. And she said that a lot. But I feel like you saw her working on the designs like two or three times. And the rest of the time she was like a lady of leisure. Like, I feel like she was in her reading room and like, go play, go kids. And they're running all over the place. Go watch your kids. Well, I think she also, I think she might have actually been having cluster migraines. Well, I think so, too, which I totally get, but I feel like you're new to the house. They're seeing shit that's scaring them 24-7. It's a big house. Like, if you're up there reading, um, I don't know, keep, again, I know it's in the room, the room of requirement, but it's like, keep your kids close, sister, because there's shit going on. You know what? I wish I had asked my friend uh, with three kids, I wish I had asked her, would Mm -hmm. she would have done if her kids started coming to her and saying these kinds of things because I know at at least one point in all of the kids lives they've all come to her saying that they saw this this one grandmother who passed away yes mm-hmm. all in different points of their lives like mm-hmm. I think like the oldest was three and then mm-hmm. um, the youngest was like six so like all different times they've all come to her and been like oh the lady with the glasses is in my room yeah so I wonder how she would have reacted. Oh, sorry. I saw something moving and I was like, oh my God, ghost. I know. I'm getting kind of like freaked out, like talking about it. I hate how, and because it's dark outside, we never yeah, record it dark. Yeah, it's dark outside. I, we, yeah, it's never dark outside when we, record, uh, when we record. So let's not do that again. Let's not talk about scary stuff. <laughs> I know. I'll be up all night. Oh, shit. 
Um, okay, well, what are we watching next week before we get into Obsession Session? Um, I'm going to assume Sabrina because yeah. we've been talking about it. But I know you and I have already started watching this. And I think I know why you don't like it as much, too. Yeah, guys, I don't really like Sabrina. But we're going to cover it because I think it we've would be talking. interesting for us to talk about a show that we don't. Because, look, I talk shit about shows that I love. Like Riverdale. Oh, I love Riverdale, and I could talk shit about Riverdale all day long. All day long. But I don't, I'm, I'm not digging Sabrina. Why do you think I don't like it? Because we're coming off of The Haunting of Hill House, which is so phenomenal, and you're, you're, you're kind of having that TV show hangover, yeah. and then the next thing you start, you're like, well, this isn't like The Haunting of Hill House, and no. it's not my Riverdale that I thought it was going to be, even yeah. though there's a lot of nods to Archie and Riverdale in that. Oh my gosh, yes, lots of shout-outs to Riverdale, which I do like, but that's like the only thing about it that well, I like. did you notice like she drinks out of a thermos, like an old school uh-huh. thermos? Yeah. And it was Archie's, yeah. and I was like, LOL. Yeah. Haunting of Hill House um, has a shout out like that too. When Luke is up in his in his treehouse, he mm-hmm. has a he has an ET lunchbox. I saw that in, that in his treehouse. I was like, aw, <laughs> that's sweet. But yeah, so we're gonna watch Sabrina. Uh, God the, What is it called? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's yes. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it just premiered Friday, so yeah, it hasn't been out like, long. How Netflix is doing most of their shows where they're putting the whole seasons out at one time so you can binge watch it. Even Thank you, Jesus. Show. I know. Like, come on, guys. Let's get with the times. Why are we doing one show a week? I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, let's do Obsession Session. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't have one. I was obsessed with this show this week. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> God damn it, Lisa. <laughs> well, because it's kind of, you know, you watch it throughout the week, and I binge the hell out of it. Yeah. Like, we binge, we binge in different ways. Yeah. yeah, you binge, like, a couple episodes a day, and I'm like, oh, it's Friday. I should probably start watching <laughs> the 10 one-hour episodes to get this yeah. on the books. But I really did. I loved it. Yeah, me too. My other, my only other, well, two obsessions this week is Riverdale season three is out and it's horrible and awful and I love everything about it. Me too. And then my other obsession, which I've talked about constantly, is American Horror Story, Apocalypse. It's, uh, it, Maybe once that's all out, when that's bingeable, maybe, if, I don't even know if you can binge watch it on Netflix through, like, Sling or whatever, we'll do that one, just so you can get it out of your system. Oh my god, it's so good. I I'm, haven't watched the latest episode yet, I'll probably watch it. Did you watch night. the one with Jessica Lang? Yes, I did see the Did one you scream Jessica all through Lang. the house? Because She I... looked beautiful. I know you did. I know you ran around the house mm-hmm. with your hands in the air. I was like, ah! i loved it so okay guys well i have to go cook dinner now and yeah i'm hungry and it's dark and i need to stop talking about ghosts i know i'm sleeping with the tv and lights on tonight oh wait i do have an obsession session so november's coming up and i am going to do no spend november and i'm very excited about it yes i know your face is like what why I spent so much money, so many birthdays in September, including yours. I mean, and including my yours. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, mine. Mine too. My husband's, my mother-in-law, my mom, lots of birthdays in, in September. And then October was uh, my anniversary and uh, a lot of music came to New Orleans that we had to go see. So I am Baroque with a capital oh. B. So I'm going to do No Spend November. I'm very excited about the challenge. So 
Uh, if anybody wants to participate in No Spend November with me, I'll probably be posting about it on the Instagram account, which is binge watch with us, all one word. Mm-hmm. We're starting to be more active on there. I don't know what's going on on Facebook. Is anything going on on Facebook? Not really. I kind of I kind of post stuff every now and again. But yeah. um, this week I've been really bad just because <laughs> we've had some back and forth. Yeah. Um, um, so. I, when we started all this, I was like, I don't want to have anything to do with the social media part. I don't want uh-huh. anything to do with it. And I'm having fun, I think, with the Instagram account. You're doing now. the stories really well. Like, people yeah. seem to love the stories. And of which, I'll do a story now. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to keep up with the Facebook page. You know, like, I'll, I think the last thing I posted was when we dropped the episodes, which is about every Wednesday. I was like, every Wednesday? Oh, new episode dropped. You know, that kind of thing. I think Instagram for you and I has both been the big thing. Yeah, Instagram is where it's at. Instagram is um, just, I don't know, a happier community, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm really over Facebook in a lot of ways. I feel like everything I open up is just hate and horrible stuff. So I, um, you know, Instagram is usually a lot fluffier. Um, And my only other thing I'm obsessed about this week is voting. And that's all I'm going to say. People go out and vote. It matters. It matters. It matters. It matters. That's it. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter who you're voting for. It doesn't matter what you're voting for. Go vote November 6th. I think you already voted, right? I did. I voted today because it's like from my allergist and I went there I was in and out in like 10 seconds um I'm excited yeah I think this is a big deal so that's something else um that's our little PSA I guess (laughs) um (laughs) yes from your Mm -hmm. from your local binge watchers okay guys go binge watch the the chilling Mm -hmm. adventures of Sabrina on Netflix we'll be back next week to talk about that um, some things that we've got coming up in November. All we've really got planned right now is Great British, the Great British Bake, Bake Off. Off. Yeah. But we may yeah. do something else, so. Yeah. But. Yeah, we'll do some things. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.